0: Cast on this Sunday evening. Uh with me tonight. We've got no guests, but we got more usual faces. They're back. We've got my co-hosts, Peter Allison. Good evening, everyone. Mark Canty. Hola. And John Joe Cosgrove. Hello everybody. <laughs> Gentlemen, it's been a while since all four it of has. us have been on here. So uh what's be- what's everybody been up to?
1: I <laughs> don't intense adulting. adult things. I
0: don't think I don't think
2: That's
3: Mark now out of the conversation for the rest of the night. <laughs> it's the
2: holiday, so the kids have been off school, but I have been I got bored of watching Picard season two because of so many what the fuck moments. Really?
0: I do you know what man? I right, Picard I I started watching it. Um, and it, it, the first season was just like, oh man, this is really boring me. I'm just not, it's not getting me. But it got really good towards the end. And I'm yeah. actually kind of liking the second season. It feels more like a next gen, a more sort of, maybe a bit more adult next okay. generation um yeah. thing. Cause you've got the, they got time travel, <laughs> they've got Q, they've got the whole it thing. Gets-
4: yeah. And it's just yeah, sort I, of.
2: The plot's really nice. They just. The right, the execution of it feels off. I mean, one
0: thing through me up was Picard swearing. Yeah, I don't, that, I, I don't know. That's another. I kind sport, of like um, the sort of I, more sort of like. Um, I kind of yeah. like that. The sort of made because if you think about this, if they went cheesy old school next generation, if they went cheesy old school next generation, it's good. It, you would think it was NAF. As much as it's good to go back and watch these things, you can kind of accept it because it's it's like eighties, it's nineties and stuff. It's there, you know, but well, if yeah, they did, did, did that it. now, you'd be like, "What the hell is this?" Well, so it's kind of good but they made it a bit more gritty. It's you know? very kind of controlled,
2: and even when he's getting en- enraged in um, Star Trek: First Contact, the film, he's still like, pure rage. He's not swearing; he's just purely projecting that well, level of fury. Okay. He doesn't need to swear to the hero, he swear just felt out of out of character almost.
1: He's, he's seen so much more since then, hasn't it's he? Picard swearing, he, or because it's Stuart.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing yeah. as well was without going too spoil <laughs> the random musical <laughs> element in one of two, which like, what am I watching? It's Picard <laughs> suddenly became a musical. For yep. no reason I could think of. And it just felt, it broke the similitude. It broke the world building.
4: Yeah.
0: I you know it, it took me a while. It took me a good you know first four episodes and stuff of the first season. I was just like I was kind of had them on in the background and it wasn't really gripping me. And then suddenly it started getting a bit more sort of kind of intense. And I was just like, yeah, I'm kind of enjoying this. Okay. And the second season, you know, it's it's had me from the very start. You know, I'm I'm I, I'm actually waiting for the next episode to come on and stuff. And you know the fact that you know with spoiler alerts, spoiler alerts. Anybody who knows like Borg, you know the Borg Queen, sort of. Yeah. That's
2: a, That's another thing, the bald queen. Okay, you've got the, a character, Giranti, uh, is susceptible at the very least and has been kind of, you know, exposed to mind manipulation, mind control. So what does everyone do? Leave the person that has been mind controlled mm-hmm. in the past with the one thing you do not want control in their mind.
1: I think that was more a desperation thing, wasn't it? They were working with what they had no uh, you don't just
2: tend auntie. leave the card <laughs> and the other thing, yeah this is another thing as well um you're back in back in time do whatever you do do not you no know, disrupt the time flow. do not cause anything <laughs> to kind of like the, the butterfly effect <laughs> what does Rios do? Well, I am a captain from the future, and 300 years in
0: the future, and I command a starship. <laughs> and I'm going, cop off with a, I'm going to cop off with a local doctor. I know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think there was
2: a need for drama, but there was just no need. And I feel almost they're like writing it purely for the drama's sake rather than the need of the story.
0: Again, but if you haven't nice. watched this, you know, spoilers and stuff like that, do you think Sorry. That... This um, do you think that um, do you think the Q is is he being malevolent or do you think is he doing is sort is it a trick like uh, all of his I other things? I think it's Q. Just
2: Q being Q, I,
1: think,
0: I think it's there's a little bit
1: of puzzle puzzlement and desperation in there from having been up to date now, which I don't think I don't know if Pete is. There yeah. is some... Um, there's there's more to it than usual we used to Q being playful in his own way um but this time around there is something more a little bit more feral about it a little bit more desperation in there so it's interesting seeing that as a as a spin on it we've seen irresponsible Q with the the child in you know with his son in um, Voyager and things like that but this time around it feels like with the you know the issues with his abilities and things like that, that it's almost as though he's trying to do what he did before but it's being compromised by life getting in the way so to speak
4: yeah
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean I'm, yeah i I'm, I'm quite enjoying it yeah. i'm quite enjoying it um it's been good yeah um uh, right so before we sort knows? of before we move on to anything else right so, uh, you 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 know this, right? So, I, I I basically for anybody who's listening and stuff, right? There's a there's a there's a bunch of guys on TikTok. Um, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, and I'll stick it on the link whenever uh, I add it uh, to the thing. But basically, they're a bunch of guys, and they do they're really into the wrestling, and they do this sort of kind of sixty second pop quiz thing where they basically go sixty seconds, name the wrestler. Go and then the guy has to sort of kind of go, Is he in WCW? Is he in was he in WWF? Was he in the nineties like? And then they basically try and name this wrestler. Now I haven't been into wrestling for many years. I used to love it when I was a kid. Uh, I was really my. Brett Hitman Hart was my sort of kind of my wrestler and stuff. Um, I got a cameo from him, which made me cry. But uh, yeah, it was just sort of like. I love that. But the thing is, it's so good to watch. I think we should totally do that, but with different sort of, uh, you know, franchises, depending on who knows what. And as we've been (laughs) talking about Star Trek, I think we should maybe do our first one as and i think i've got a great i've got a great character for you to try and guess so right i'm going to do this now i'm going to get a t- i'm going to get a, a stopwatch yeah um and i'm going to where is it we'll get the stopwatch Oh
4: right.
2: God! okay you right can, you so, can have three people blasting questions so i will be
0: more specific yeah, it's because not it's not just like wrestling stuff. I'll, I'll just go um alright no because you'll have to name because you'll have to guess what Star Trek uh, series it is and stuff so that'll be Ooh. part of it so it's Star Trek it's a character 60 seconds go male or female male okay is it original next series next generation next generation yes human Wolf. human yes okay um La married no married or single single very single. Riker. No. Wesley. No. I was about to say Wesley. Picard? No. do you, do you need to sort of maybe get a few more questions? Uh this Okay, like is, is he is he a member of the Starfleet? He is a member of Starfleet. Okay. Lieutenant. Um ooh, he is oh god, what is his uh rank? I don't think he's a lieutenant, no. This game goes so well. I don't think
2: it's lieutenant <laughs> now. Okay. Uh... <laughs> I'm trying to
0: think about all the characters. On,
3: yeah, characters. no, I'm like
0: 30 seconds. Stop me up there. <laughs> Stop. Okay, so you have got one more guess. Give me a get. One more get. You've got one more guess. The name of the character. I'll give you no, a clue. I'll give you. you. I'll give you a clue. He's not a main crew member. <laughs>
4: oh he is like now, right again seasons, i, I, I he's
0: not a main crew. he's not a main crew member, but he is in a a fair bit and you know, you'd know him oh god
1: oh. sorry, just scraping
3: my brain a little
1: uh, bit a uh, my brain's gone, oh dear um are quite a bit not a main crew member male single uh, by,
2: um... is it the same guy played by
0: is it thomas Riker? <laughs> no that would have been a good one uh it's <laughs> reginald barkley Oh. 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 I don't, I right. can't remember what his rank was to be honest, what the, the top of my head. I don't think he was a lieutenant. He was like an ensign or I something think, wasn't he? No, I think he was a lieutenant. Oh, he was he was a lieutenant? Uh was he? Yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah, sorry. I
1: think he made his way up to commander later on in
0: um. Oh, Voyager. he is. He is lieutenant. Yeah, my bad. Yeah,
1: so.
3: but yeah. Um, I've got one if if I'm happy to have a go at this. Um, okay. Yeah, if okay. I'm happy to have a go at Alright, right, um, one minute. I'm going to, I'm going to do a, mar- a Marvel character.
0: Okay, so bear oh, through God. one minute, right? So Marvel character, 60 yes. seconds, go. Okay, so um, is he, uh, Is there a film about them? They are in the film, Th- yes. In a human? female?
1: Male, human.
2: Okay. Do, do they have their own film?
1: Not their own film, no. Okay. Do they have any powers? No. Pa- okay.
0: Are they, um, are they a part of the Avengers? No. So male. Are
1: they,
0: are they part of S.H.I.E.L.D.?
1: No, not part
3: of S.H.I.E.L.D.
2: Are they part of, uh, Garden Galaxy?
0: No. Good or bad? Good or good? They're bad.
4: They're bad. Oh, bad. Okay. Male,
0: bad. Part of Hydra? No. Independent? Not independent, yeah. Kilgore? Miss
3: sorry what was that Kilgore
4: Kilgore Kilgore no, Kilgore no no, no. mystery no, no. oh Is no Kilgore Edmund? I said
0: Killmonger, Killmonger. time's th- up oh, time's up, uh, up. okay no, uh, final, no, final guess final guess go. okay so we've uh, got so let's,
3: let's have a quick rundown so you have you have um human male yeah bad uh, guy yeah um, in Marvel obviously um, human <laughs> no powers
0: mar- human Marvel and pretty,
3: yeah and pretty much independent independent in particular in the in the film i'm not saying it's his only appearance but in the film he's in he's very independent uh is it going to be uh, could it... i give one action because i i know if i do this it should give it away no don't don't give uh, it away right, no? so, let, right okay, okay let,
0: let me let me ask can i ask you know obviously it's not this can i ask one more question is he yeah, in on. black the new black widow film
3: no, he is not. Oh, Are so they in I the
2: Spider-Man films?
0: No. Oh, okay. Not the, that. Go, on, go
1: on, Mark. You have one more question. <laughs> oh, I'm just trying to think of the name at the moment. Um, so he's a villain, human, affiliated, not that very independent. Is he in the t- Is he in one of the TV series as well as the films? Yes. <laughs> I think Mark. No, I think Mark's got it. I am just reminding myself what the name is because my my brain is getting <laughs> stuck. Because oh. the answer, I'm I'm guessing you were going to dance. Yes, that's <laughs> it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Where's
2: a purple
0: mask?
1: Yes.
0: Barry, Zemo. Zemo. Barry yes. Zemo. Barry Zemo. Okay. Barry Zemo. That's it. Yeah. Barry Zemo. Yes. There we go. Okay. Right. So I was just about to go. Yep. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yep, the dancing. So, <laughs> Pete, Pete, you give us one then. Go on.
2: Okay, oh, uh, oh I wasn't expecting this, sorry. Okay, uh, I don't know why I wasn't expecting this. Because I'm so professional.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God.
2: Okay, character from The Expanse.
4: Let me start,
0: because I haven't watched it all the way through properly.
2: That's your loss, <laughs> isn't it? You should know better.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Right. Um, male or female? Female. Um, uh, Martian or human? Human.
1: In it from the beginning of the series?
0: Yep. Ooh, uh, still alive um, at the
2: end
1: of the series? Pardon? Still alive at the end of the series?
2: Surprisingly so.
1: <laughs> Ooh. Uh, this is she part of it. the U.N.?
2: Yes.
0: Oh, what's her name? what's her name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's her name? Oh. Uh, oh, I'm gonna have to Google this. <laughs> yeah. uh, what's her uh, name?
3: Joe, I think I know it as well, but uh, Sarah.
1: Correct. That's it. Yeah.
0: I went
4: completely
0: blank.
3: <laughs> I, blank. I just, I just couldn't get. It oh my mom. man,
0: I'm really bad sp- at oh. names and stuff like that. Characters and stuff, but like I mean, names and stuff, I'm like. uh we just characters with oh, names How a couple they? of weeks ago. Yeah. All right, all right, Mark, you you, you can have okay. one of them.
1: So oh. I'm gonna go DC. Okay.
0: Characters from DC. Okay. So, uh male or female? Male. Uh, Is it pars
2: <laughs> That's me up then. <laughs> uh, um,
1: no powers. Are
3: they, oh, no. are they in a live-action DC film?
1: Not in a film. No. Ooh.
3: They're in
1: a
0: series. Yes. Um. Green arrows, Arrow. I'm... Green Arrow. Not Green Arrow. So
3: sorry,
1: I've, I've, I did miss it. Is it a hero? <sighs> male. Yes, it's a hero. It's male. They're in a series, okay. not a film.
0: And male, the there, the no, powers, sorry. no powers, no pars. Part of Arrow. Oh, the, the Arrow.
1: Are they in the Arrowverse? They're in the Arrowverse. Yes. Okay. Oh, uh,
3: Black Lightning. No.
1: Ah. No powers.
0: No powers. Oh,
3: oh, sorry, no powers.
0: Sorry. Um, like, oh god, my head's gone blank now. Um, Oliver no Green.
4: Powers.
0: No, because that's he's Green Arrow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but he's but he's got. Look he's not got any powers. Guess,
1: to-
2: got
0: powers. S- okay, final game. Arrow has
1: no powers, but yeah, so I'll give you each one get one more question.
0: Okay. So uh, starting with Matt. So we've got so let me just get this right. So we've got uh DC, Arrowverse, Meal, no PARS. Yep. Um is um his, is he in the Arrow series?
1: Yes. Ooh. Do you want to take a guess, or do you want to wait for the others to? I'll ask wait for the
0: others. I'll get my other questions, and then we'll. Uh, um, I'll,
1: Pete,
2: um, are they in it from the start? Yes. Oh, okay. Oh, I know. I know.
3: Who it, I think I know who it is. There.
2: Ask,
1: really ask a question first. or do you want to guess?
3: Uh, okay. Okay. All right. I'll ask the question first, just to make sure. Um, are they still in the Arrowverse now?
1: Yes.
0: Okay, what's the? What okay, you got?
1: Matt, I'm going to let Matt guess first in the same order as the questions.
0: Oh, okay. Um. Oh God, I can't think. now. everybody's gone black. Oh, it's um, it's he. He. torchwoods he plays Torchwood. Uh, he plays Torchwoods. Yeah. Uh what's his name? What's the? He's the. He's the. He's the, he's the dad of Thea Queen ah uh, what's his he's not
3: in it he's not in it at the moment
0: is he not Oh, yeah. uh, so it's not him no, I know, I about
3: yeah,
1: yeah. i was thinking malcolm merlin, merlin. that was it no uh, malcolm merlin was in it from the start but he was he's been dead for a he'd been dead after about series four was wasn't it oh, yeah. he got killed about, he's been killed about three times oh, Well, yeah because yeah,
2: so so he
0: came back a couple of times yeah with the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's so thinking you see okay go, okay right. go on so
2: all of greens bodyguard Queen, not
1: Green. Queen, I queen. said
2: Queen. Oh, <laughs> queen, queen.
1: Uh, what's the name? The oh,
2: no, this is really hurting me. I, mean, I don't know. I don't watch really? it. It's basically uh, DC 90210.
1: Oh fuck yeah! Forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, okay, you haven't got a name. You're, you're, you you ha- you. So I'm going to give it to John to try and guess. Mister John Diggle. Diggle,
0: well, that's it. Oh, uh, very good. You yeah. see, I
1: was expecting John Jay to ask if he was in more than one series, and that would have been a dead giveaway. Oh,
0: is that because he's been in if every
1: said, single series,
3: yeah, including but, Superman and Lois. But, but a lot of them have been in other series. But as soon yeah, but as, as I said, is he still in the show now, that's what sealed yeah. it for
4: me. Uh, he, as if you said
1: he's been in all the series, then I could have yeah. said yes, because he's even been in Superman and Lois after season one. In fact, he's hmm. the only crossover yes. from the Arrowverse yes. that's been in the series. Yeah, that, even, which I, is I've, very
0: surprising. Well, yeah, exactly. But
1: yeah, so, John Diggle.
0: Oh, I can't believe yeah. that, man. Yeah, this is like, it's like, it, was, it should have been the first one I thought of, but he just, I just I didn't one. even think about it and stuff. Oh.
1: See, I was expecting someone to guess Harrison Wells. I
0: yeah. Oh, God. Then,
1: then you said no powers. But he yeah. has no powers. Harrison Wells has no powers. Remember? The person yeah. they impersonated. But Harrison, Harrison Wells,
3: Wells died. <laughs> Harrison Which Wells Harrison Wells? Oh, yes. So, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, Which Harrison song? Wells? Which Harrison Wells? Remember? Yeah, have had then, the whole but council then the of Wells.
3: Harrison Wells would have came after, they wouldn't have been in the Arrowverse from the beginning.
0: There we go.
1: Hey <laughs> Harrison
0: Wells has been there
3: all the way No, <laughs> <Right>, he hasn't!
0: <laughs> You've not yeah. had Harrison Wells since the beginning of the Arrowverse. Well. Okay, well, I I think I think that works. Anyway, (laughs) I think that works. I think we 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 got that that worked quite well. I mean, that was fun. Yeah, I think that's quite footed. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's that's quite useful. I think we can also sort of, if we we can stick these on on TikTok, and then obviously if we get any comments and stuff, we can go with them and and stuff, because that's what they do. And I think it's a good idea. So we're ripping them off completely, but in a... a Inspired by. I just can't believe
3: Pete went for bloody Expanse,
0: and I just couldn't get it. Oh man, yeah. Considering I I I just watched it recently, I I was so annoyed (laughs) I couldn't remember her name. But I just...
1: I was going to be cruel. I was going to do Babylon 5, because I knew that Pete would We'd like to squeak then uh, that's but the thing is, like, things, to
0: if, it, if it comes <laughs> to things like Doctor Who and stuff it'd just have to be between you and John Joe and stuff because I don't know enough about it and things so it'd just be like <laughs> you know, one all right yeah. do, do, actually that's do right. Now, last one last one because it gives me, gives me one a day then uh, so like um between, between uh, John Joe and Mark give us a give us a um give us a Doctor Who oh one.
3: I've I've got one in mind if you want me to go for it. You
0: run with it. Yep. Okay, so All Doctor right. um, Doctor Who, sixty seconds. Go.
1: So um male or female? Male. Um, human? Yes. Present, future or past.
3: <laughs> Ooh. Um, I'd say technically now the past but was originally slightly was originally future okay so
1: male moderate unit not from unit no okay Um, from Earth yes
0: any powers
4: 20 seconds no new series or old
3: series new series no powers, but modification. Mickey? Oh, not Mickey?
1: No, not Mickey, no.
4: Oh, God. Ten um
1: modification. Oh, the kid that ran along that had the modification made to his head. I can't remember his name, though. Um, when Last in the, in the question.
0: Future. Last question, and then you can have oh. a guess. Um, um, yes. I, I can't I, remember his name. You, you can't
1: get
3: his name. No, my brain's just like... I'll tell you what, there. you were pretty much on it. It was Adam.
1: Yes. yes. who snapped his fingers and his head would go... He, he had the head port in, in oh, yeah. installed, didn't he? Because yeah. he wanted to be able to remember future information.
0: Yeah. Well, yes. yeah. Right. And that
1: was tricky
3: because he was in... He only had two episode Yeah, because the episode was in 2005, but technically they found him in 2012. So yeah. yes, even though it was then the future, it is now the past. Um, you know, just to,
2: just to add to all the... Tiny all the fun. But, um,
3: <laughs> funny enough, obviously, last week was the was the episode of, well, the penultimate um, Joe D. Whittaker Doctor Who episode, which, um, you know, me, me and Mark have spoke quite a bit about um, <laughs> Chris Chibnall, the, the current showrunner, and how, let's just say, like, you know, imagine, like, you know, if you hit the mark, on 9 out of 10 episodes. Imagine you do that, but you do it the opposite way, so you only hit 1 out of 10.
1: That is a Chris Chibnall era. Um, (laughs) He's he's like a sprinter who lagged in last place and found all of his wins, including the last one, at like the 90-metre mark on the 100-metre race. Yeah,
3: it was not... um, I mean, you know what? Whenever someone takes over a show, they have to do something different. They have to make their own stamp on it. Um his first series though was probably probably you know even worse than the infamous Colin Baker. Um, you know, anything that mm-hmm. came out from that side. It, it it was bad. The writing was I mean, apart from a
1: couple of episodes, there was some highlights. The thing is, he's, he's like a weird thirty seventy mix. if about thirty percent of the calls he made were good. The problem was he didn't necessarily make them in, he didn't necessarily use them very well. Or he put them in the wrong places,
4: you know, in terms
1: of the pacing. I found that he, it seemed like he wanted to
3: not go too much onto the past. He wanted to go, right, this is Doctor Who, but we're going to do it our way. And then, literally, as soon as all the bad backlash came out, um, first special, Daleks. Yeah, we'll bring them back, I guess. Um Cybermen, yeah, why not? The master, yeah, let's just put in, let's just bring everything back. Come on, let's think, oh the sea devils, we've not seen the sea devils forty years. We'll give you them again as well.
1: I think right. he got caught between <laughs> his impulses as a writer and his impulses yeah. as a fanboy. And mm. he's just whiplashed a bit between the two. And he hasn't found he's yeah. only just started to find a balance, just in time to step off the edge of the plank and hope. <laughs>
3: And you know we we spoke yeah. about this before as as well um, because after the next episode, which um, you know, as much as how many times do you think, oh, I just want to write off Doctor Who now, and then they decide to do that reveal in the trailer to Go, um, you know, two of the best ever companions. You know, you got you got you got Teague and you got Ace. Ace coming back. Oh yeah, yeah. He's
2: coming back again.
1: Okay. Oh yeah. yeah, but then you you've just, I got you to listen to rather than reading the the book yes yeah, well.
3: it's book actually of, really um, good so yeah so brought out um in 2020 a novel continuing the adventures of Ace, and um i'm about halfway through it's really good and i even said to mark i really hope that there is some carryover from this story into
1: <laughs> the doctor who like, episode because i think they really they make her good they really make her story yeah, yeah if they don't tie that in then I'm going to find the guy's address and send him something very unpleasant. <laughs> but, but
3: even, even like, you know, she beca- because she becomes an entrepreneur and she even calls her business A Charitable Earth, A C E. It's yeah, exactly. brilliant. This, is, it's-
0: I, this means nothing to me. Like, I, I don't think I've watched Doctor Who in, in a very long time. Every now and again, oh. I see a little clip and stuff. I don't, I don't think I've seen. Uh, yeah. I, just, I don't do you, even think uh, I've seen a uh, film.
1: Do you remember Ace from the McCoy era? Because she was very young and naive when he found her. She'd she'd got lost. Um, she effectively got dropped through a time portal and she was very impulsive. And she mm. was only about 18 or 19. And she was quite aggressive in how she dealt with things. Um, with a
2: baseball bat explosive. That oh, yeah, Nitro
1: right. 9. Yeah. <laughs> or as someone pointed out, the first person to kill a Dalek with a slingshot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sort of thing. Or was that a but, um, Cyber- no, it was Cyberman, wasn't it? It was Silver. But um, But, the thing is that the new her is much more mature, but Mm. there's the elements of the old her in the way they write it in the book, because Sophie Aldred obviously knows the character fairly well. And I hope, based on the little bits that they've shown, they're going to carry that through, because the book is really interesting. It's another take on this idea that they did with Sarah Jane of the companion that's left behind and how they dealt with it when the doctor comes back because obviously the doctor's very different um to their doctor especially now you compared Sylvester McCoy to wait to um Jodie mm. that you know the, there's some bits of that that of, of common element there but it's interesting seeing the older wiser ace who's made certain decisions but also the way she does certain things compared mm-hmm. to the original ace and i think it would make a very valuable sort of endpoint on Chibnall's era if he used that properly. Yeah. Mm. And do you know what? I think the only thing that's
3: gonna be a big shame is wouldn't it be great if Sophie Aldridge was actually able to come back as a companion? I think that would be don't give, I wouldn't say like bring her back for a whole thing. It'd be nice to have like an adventure or two yeah. with her and the doctor. That I think that would have been quite a nice little little tie up. But um you know I, I rewatched after that episode last week, I rewatched um The Curse of which is one of my favourite ever stories of Doctor Who. And you know, just to like when you see Sylvester McCoy in particular, like he's kept, like he's doctor at first. When he first became the doctor, you know, he was just seen as that guy that was wearing a Colin Baker wig. And they just went, nah. Colin Baker came back for the film, popped that up for 10 minutes and up, yeah, there you go, I've changed. Um, and he, he just sort of like he didn't know where he stood on that. And I think when you got to that last series, when you got this doctor that's very dark and manipulative, he's able to, he's able to get people to do things that they shouldn't be doing. He's able to basically, I think this is like a borderline of where he's almost like, if ever if, if there was going to be an alternate casting for the master, Sylvester McCoy would have been perfect for it. Um, and what rewatching Curse of Henrikh, it made me realise as well just how good Ace is as a character and just how much that character does, you know, endure, but still stays with the Doctor. And it was one of them things that when you see a companion literally go through that, and then now you see, like, what some of these, like... I remember watching, like, some of the old ones from, like, the fourth... Because, obviously, I, I was too young for Doctor Who when it was originally being shown, so I didn't see any of that. But when you see how some of these characters went, you know, some of them just... Oh yeah, you know, they got dropped off in the wrong place. You know, got dropped off in Aberdeen instead of Croydon. You know, yeah. <laughs> and, um, it's close, before... isn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah.
3: Oh, it's close enough. Um, yeah, uh, it's like we see things like, but then you actually see like, you know, Ace. I think was a character that was destined to be, you know, as legendary as Sarah Jane Smith. And it's a shame that we never got that 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 kind of that kind of conclusion to a story. So I'm hoping Chris Chibnall, <laughs> if he does one good thing. Yeah, if he does one good thing of his tenure, he actually gives her, you know, a great not necessarily like, I'm not saying kill her off, definitely don't do that, but give her like a good ending, you know, a good on-screen yeah. ending to go, yep, yeah, that's that character Cat, oh and yes, we've got to get rid of the 13th Doctor as well, but yeah, we'll do that in between. <laughs> but
1: do you follow Big Finish as well, or do you keep an eye on Big Finish?
3: I've seen I get... I, I, I've seen, uh, well, what would I say I've seen that's all bloody audio, <laughs> um, I've, re- I've heard a lot of um,
1: Big Finish so so I've just... seen that there is a
3: yeah, Two new series
1: Fugitive Yeah, Fugitive which... Doctor with Joe Martin is coming out. will be good. But also Call Me Master with um, Sasha Dewan. They've yes. signed both of them on for some ongoing series in the way they've done with a lot of some of the other past Doctors. And I'm mm. quite tempted by the Fugitive Doctor ones. I think that's something that Chibnall came very close to getting very right there, was that mm. he managed to write a very different Doctor to one we've seen before. I wasn't so yes. sure about the whole memory loss thing around it, but there was a lot of the good bits of some of the other Doctors and something a bit t- differently twisted in there. But I also mm-hmm. think, also, we, I don't think he used Sasha to one as well as he could have done. There were some really high points in there, but he's mm. he had so much energy that could have been used in some good ways, it's the same as they did with Missy. And so mm. it'll be interesting to see what they make of him as well.
0: Talking about uh, talking about writing. Have you finished your reviews yet? By the way,
1: working on it. I've had to go back and reread the reread the book.
0: It <laughs> just, just sort of um, popped into my I'm head when you were talking read. about books. I was like, "Hey, yeah. you got reviewed?"
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's my own fault. I've got too much family stuff going on at the moment. <laughs> so that's okay. It's all right. It's all right. I've been writing. No, I've been sure. writing
0: the same article, uh, a Games Workshop um, lament, for the last sort of. F- three weeks or something and i keep them sort of like I, think they were squat,
1: the... I think they were squats then
0: no it, it's it <laughs> i basically i'm trying so, so we have like um i did another little po- i did another little podcast about tabletop gaming and stuff with one of my mates um and i was having a bit of a rant about codex creep and um how i don't i think that games workshop were very good um they're very good uh marketers and they're very good at selling plastic crack. Um, but it's just like the game itself is suffering because all yeah. they really care about is selling the model, which is fine because that's their, that's what they their job. But as the as the game goes, I've started falling completely out of love with it because it's just like, it just feels like, you know, it's the next codex comes out. It's better then the next one comes out. Then it's better. And it's next, and, you know, like it's been like that for years. It's just, it feels like it's more prominent now, especially in the competitive scene and it's frustrating Absolutely. me because it's kind of like a, a it's it's very annoying
1: <laughs> have you looked at one page rules um a couple of the guys in our group have been getting really positive about it i tried it out for the first time yesterday with a small sort of a four-way 250 point thing and basically they are it's kind of it's it's a group that do it on they, they release the rules for free they have a patreon you can jump into to get access to some of the nicest stuff to some extra stuff on top of it, including like their um Discord and so on. But they're writing compatible sci-fi and fantasy rule sets um that are simplified out. Oh,
4: okay. And so
1: they they don't specifically say marines or something like that. For example, yeah, yeah. I took some of my gene stealers from my Spacehawk set and their alien swarm sort of thing. But there's little things like they've simplified out the um the combat sequence. So you if you hit it goes straight to save okay and things like that and it's it's, and there are there is a baseline movement profile and some character some of them have characteristics that give them a bit more yeah so in the case of the the gene stealers i took along they get an extra two inches on their base move an extra four inches on a charge so they can move sort of 16 inches on the charge sort of thing um and it actually worked quite well for what we were doing we only had like sort of like you know, I think the the biggest group was um, a guy who stupidly managed to bring the the only person there that brought guard. He brought guard, and then there was two tyranny players, and the Gene Steeler cult player, and he just sat in his corner of the board and just went, "Uh." <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I think it's it's just my, my sort of annoyance about it is I've got this really, you know, I've grown up with, and it's I sort of I I have this in my article which I'm sort of writing and rewriting and stuff, but it's like. I've grown up with this sort of really nostalgic sort of feeling about them. They've given me a lot of good memories, especially with my father and and, and stuff like that. And it it upsets me. Yeah, you know, that was my first. I remember my father coming back with uh, Rogue Trader uh, and and like a box of Space Knights. And I was like, what are these? And sort of a thing of paints. And, you know, and going to my first trip to Games Workshop in Oxford uh, when I was a kid. And, um, you know, there's a lot of good memories, but it's like, I don't, have a lot of good memories of playing the game as much as I liked playing the game. It's just like, pretty much when I came back to it in 5th edition and stuff, it obviously 5th edition, 6th edition, and, to the, and and very much to the 7th edition, there was very much a lot of bloat, and it was just like there was too many, yeah. there was way too many rules. It was getting well too complicated. You spent most of your time just arguing with each other about different rules and if they were compatible with each other. They sort of dumbed it down, sli- not dumbed it down, they sort of simplified it with 8th, but then started kind of building up. And then ninth, ninth it just seems like... They're well, going it's all the
1: expansions and the campaign books, and everything else. because yeah. you see, they pushed out the the two updates where they tell you which books are now relevant and which ones aren't. On.
0: Yeah,
1: and it's and it's just a huge amount of red, and some of those books are only like eight months old.
0: Yeah, and it's it's <laughs> my annoyance with it is more that I appreciate that the competitive scene uh, is becoming a lot more popular, and there's a lot of channel, loads of channels online that sort of kind of go on about how to play competitive play and stuff, and. Mm-hmm. Games Workshop are buying into this and as much as they're going like like ooh like new models new rules new things and these guys because who want to play competitively or at least want to sort of be good at the game are going out and they're like you know getting a new army or changing armies very quickly whereas like what annoys me is like I've been Space Wars pretty much forever and um you know, I, I've dabbled with custodies. I like, you know, I had a sort of custodies, uh, space wolves, guard sort of mixed soup army because uh, it was like my Prospero sort of theme and stuff. Yeah. And I appreciate, you know, when you do stuff like that, you know, your army's going to be not, not great and stuff like that. But I generally just space wolves. And yeah. they're like, and it's not because they're not overly competitive, which they're not. It's just that every time they sort of bump up a new codex, it makes them worse and worse yeah. and worse. And you can't. Play competitively, even if you know. Well, I I just want there to be a level where you can, you know, even if you have an old Codex or something like that, you can still play with a certain amount of units and stuff, and think you know, have a half a half a chance of being able to play.
1: Between (laughs) the annual books, wasn't it that was supposed to even stuff out? Yeah, and then the um, the sort of like quarterly updates on their website, yeah, and it doesn't seem to have worked that way because the problem you have is that every Every codex that's written comes out of a team that's already been doing the playtesting for the last one, and then locked it down. And so every time there's this, oh, we we could have done this, but we can do this this way now because we've made it work this way. And it's it is difficult. It's always going to be difficult doing games design and balancing like that. Um, but it's just a big they do better than some do though i mean to be adjacent into a different rule system they still handle it better than for example the new x-wing updates
0: oh yeah yeah that's That's a bit of a clusterfuck isn't
1: it when when you transfer the entire system to a different publisher the publisher then says actually we're going to change how everything works and when someone says it's not very popular they just say if you don't like it then fuck off pardon my french that's kind of a really bad
0: cast thing to set so yes, yeah, are, are, Axwing not, fantasy well. any- are Axwing not fantasy
1: flight not anymore no, it's um with um, atomic mass oh fuck they transferred Hell. all the miniature stuff to atomic mass and Fancy flight was because um that was a a call from above basically all the miniature gaming stuff is under fan- is under um atomic mass and Fancy flight are focusing on board games RPGs and board games Oh, uh, okay
2: yeah but also they kind of outsourced all their RPGs to freelance or somewhere else haven't
4: they
1: yeah i think they manage it partially through fancy flight now right but yeah. their focus is on board games oh, yeah and all the miniature gaming stuff went to atomic mass and they did that in the middle of covid as well which either. Yeah. but yeah now atomic mass are really more focused on legion and crisis protocol um and they've changed the they've got to a point now we're looking at the um groups you're looking at sort of where you used to have gaming groups for x-wing with like 20 or 30 people regular they're seeing six seven
0: people turning up on a regular basis now yeah i i stopped yeah. playing after this I, I i was like i do not want to get up i've got a lot of x-wing stuff i think they're beautiful models and stuff like that but i've just yeah. got first edition and it's just like um I'm, I'm, oh, I'm never so, going so yeah. there's no point in me saying getting second I, edition I, now third edition it's just sort of
1: yeah ridiculous. i didn't mind I, it took me a little bit to get into second edition but it worked third edition they've changed they've changed the focus of the game first in that they've changed around now so you have separate allocations for the for points so you buy the units and then whereas before you had certain kinds of cards you could put on them now you have a limited limited pool of cards that each one can take and there's a it's kind of apportioned how many points you can spend and then instead of it being an adversarial game that it was, which some, you know, with some, it was mostly sort of like head on. It's become a lot more scenario based. Oh, okay. So you could play straight up and you had missions, which could include like bonus options, especially when you moved into the epic scale.
4: Yeah.
1: Now it's very much more scenario focused. So the competitive part, I mean, but also it, the rule mechanics don't seem to be as balanced because uh, uh, there some people talking about adepticon that obviously just happened the final there took 25 minutes and everyone agrees that the guy who won basically won in in the setup because there was a hole there he could exploit which basically meant that for 20 or 30 minutes the guy again, the guy opposite looked for a way to wiggle out and then he conceded yeah. because there was the positioning and the rules of the scenario was such that he had no way out.
0: Yeah. I was wondering what I, I was wondering why Legion had suddenly got because um my friend sent me a link and there's a load of Legion stuff going for like Wild well Shape and stuff and there's new oh, up, yeah. there's new upgrades coming out for them as well. Um yeah, they've
1: brought out the Shadow Collective with um as as a faction and obviously they'd already gone to the prequel era but there's some rumors around about some bundle deals are going to be coming out because they're trying to get people in like you're looking like forty fifty to sixty. Oh yeah, I man I
4: saw
0: like uh you're looking like savings of a hundred odd you know hundred odd quid and stuff some of the bundles. I was tempted like I was tempted to get a load some but the only reason I haven't it's just like I'm I don't think I'm ever gonna play it. And it's just sort of like there's they not are, you know
1: stunning minis. I've oh, got yeah, a couple of really friends good. that are getting into it. Yeah. And, absolutely I, gorgeous minis, especially the characters. Yeah. And, Even I the I, I want but them to
0: it's, do A, um, like a, an armada version of it. So, like, you know, there's a, there's a website that does, um, it's called, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it basically does smaller scale versions of like 40k and Star Wars Legion and stuff. And they've done like an epic version of Star Wars Legion. I was like, oh man, I would be all over that if they did that officially. Oh, like,
1: yeah, well, I'm the guy who's still waiting for, for GW to figure out that they should be doing epic again. Oh, they can sell it there up. Do you know what? Over again.
0: I, I was I said this and I said this in the my podcast yesterday on uh, 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 yesterday and stuff. But it's like that last video. Um, that they did about the Horus Heresy. I think they may actually... Now, they brought Squats back, which they said they would never do. Beaks uh, and Bolton. Yeah, and so, Yeah, so they are... You know, <laughs> but bear in mind, that new Horus Heresy... So they've got the new all the new plastic kits and stuff coming out. And the Horus Heresy... Well, um, oh, that's
1: Spartan. That Raider Spartan. Oh. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> the, the, and you've got the slightly bigger beakies and stuff, so they're slightly yeah. bigger scale. But there's the fact that in that cinematic trailer they had a lot of stuff about Titans and things like that. There was a lot of Titan yeah. stuff and a lot of things where it's like, and it's just like, why would you focus on a, on a Horus Heresy game? Why would you focus on Titans when you're not going to really be able to bring that into a 28 mil game unless down yeah. the line, you're going to bring Aeronautica, <laughs> Titanicus and Horus Heresy together and bring back Epic and have space. How bring- they- it's
1: how Epic started, wasn't it? Yeah. Was that it started yeah. off Titan Battles. Then Space Marine was a companion, and so on and so forth. Yeah, and I've I've been waiting for them to do that for well ever since they announced yeah. the Titan the, the Titans were coming back.
0: Yeah, I, I I would I think I would sell a load of my 40k stuff because I loved Epic. I think it was awesome. Now, granted you could oh, technically course, yeah. still play it with uh, uh you know you could use the Apocalypse rules and then you- I was going to say you know, the
1: Apocalypse rules is Epic but for 28 mil. Yeah, 28. We mil. had this whole conversation. We did a demo game for a local modeling exhibition back in February. decided to use um, the uh, apocalypse rule set and i said it's just like going back to playing epic because i used to play tyranids back in the day when it was the hive war expansion yeah yeah and the whole thing with the blast markers and everything else was just like huge huge echoes back for me yeah yeah. and you know but then the bit we're we're expecting internally a new version of apocalypse this summer because they stopped updating for all the newer units Um, about a year and a bit on that. So I'm wondering if what they might do is maybe do a paired launch of Apocalypse and Epic
0: Maybe late summer or in time for Christmas. Oh, That would be awesome, man. Like I would. I, like, thing is, my friend, I've got a friend, and all he says, man, I've talked to the guys who did Titanic because they said they're never going to do Epic. I said, yeah, but they said they're never going to bring squats back. And here we have, we've got squats okay. back again and stuff. They're going to do it. It makes no sense why they wouldn't bring. I'm um, Battlefleet Gothic. I, it makes no but, sense why you wouldn't bring those games back. It just but also if you look at the, if you look at the Facebook groups for them, there's this huge
1: seen still in people that play epic still with net epic and that sort of thing yeah yeah and there's several small companies who have brought themselves up to a fairly reasonable
0: level by doing not epic miniatures yeah 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 It's named something else but they're pretty much the same <laughs> yeah. thing and stuff I'd be i just want, it. I just want them to bring back dark future oh yeah yeah
1: that could be a bit, a bit more of a reach <laughs> <laughs> it's a great game
0: yeah.
1: i know but they're very wedded to the warhammer properties aren't they yeah. And Dark Future yeah. was for a Steve Livingston thing.
4: Yeah. But yeah. he just
1: doesn't own the copyright to it anymore.
0: John Joe's <laughs> completely lost at this moment in time. He's kind of calling you I, what? <laughs> Do you
1: know what, though? I you just what?
3: think this is probably what you were like for me in... Um, me and matt were talking about oh Doctor yeah Who. yeah completely it's just like, it's, like, it's like when, I, i'm out of here my it, brain is gone. yeah now. i was just like i have no idea what you're talking about
0: it was like when pete has the uh he has the sort of kind of uh vampire the masquerade sort of uh RPGs, yeah. and i haven't got a clue what's going on so i'm sitting there kind of <laughs> trying to think of questions but well, going i have no idea what any of this is <laughs> yeah you know, you know the only other
3: way i could compare it is um if i ever said to my girlfriend anything about about anything that I actually like, just straight away. <laughs> like, just turns off. Like, it's just there, like, staring. And then, like, the occasion. <laughs> I think, like, as it pre-programmed, every, like, 15 seconds just to go, yeah. yep.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep.
3: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but, um, yeah. no, but do you know what, though? I, you know, I, I find it with some things, um, even like, you know, obviously non-geeky stuff, I've got friends that, you know, talk all about their cars, and I just go, yeah okay Okay. i just just had um 22 22 inch um, alloy rims put on
0: nice okay um
3: um, oh i've got 400 brake horsepower
4: nerd i don't really
0: i don't really understand what that does but okay Um, this this (laughs) is the thing that gets me right because um i i used to work for a company um I'll name name nameless but they used to mock me so much for being a nerd like like all the time It it's perpetually just sort of going on me but what what used to sort of kind of amuse me is like all of them. All of Uh-oh. them would sit there and play fantasy football, and they would yeah. literally sit there and like their whole lives would be about, you know, picking team members and sort of kind of buying and selling stuff. And and, and they would have <laughs> massive conversations about the stats of these guys and things like that. They send emails back and forth. And I was like, who's the fucking nerd here? So it's like, yeah. and I said to them <laughs> one day, and they're saying, What, Matt, what are you up to today? I was like, oh, I'm, I'm playing some fantasy football tonight. And they're like, Really? you're playing fantasy yeah 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 we've got some works and there's some humans and stuff but it's it's <laughs> fantasy and it's football it's just blo- football. it's called blood bowl and stuff <laughs> uh, it's not the same it's, just, it's the same it's the same just mine seems a bit more fun because i can beat the shit out of the characters and stuff like <laughs> that <laughs> you're just getting you know you might get a they do this thing where you get a bit of money so i was just like it's it's all the same thing it doesn't matter what you are if you're into cars you're into football and stuff if you're really into you're Freaking nerd. So I just accept it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's well, it's being um,
0: acceptable to yeah. to to everyone riot in a bar,
1: and get drunk, like watching football, but having a passionate conversation in the corner of that same pub about um comics or war games or something. It
2: was Neil Stevenson who said that we're all geeks now, and he's absolutely correct.
0: We are. At I, mm. I think if you've got an obsession over something you're really really into that's what that's what geek being a geek is, and I think yeah. people just don't like that stigma. And it's just like look. Like, you are if you're into anything it could be anything and if you're really into it it's the same principle it's the same thing you might be more more acceptable but it's just like you know that's it it's just a bigger
1: version of the joke at cons about the star wars fans and the star trek fans yeah. and the doctor who fans yeah all in their own little corners taking the mickey out of each other yeah yeah and then the Andromeda fans in the corner while everyone shoots at them. <laughs>
2: actually, Matt, one thing I wanted to mention to you. I finally sat down with Curly and watched all of the Lord of the Ring films. Oh. Uh, extended edition.
0: Oh yes. good. Lads. Good luck. And I lads.
2: found actually already we watched them at the cinema when they're first released, but we finally actually just watched the extended edition versions. And I found that like break up into chunks. Like you know, watching like an, an hour a night. Over, over a fortnight made it a much more enjoyable experience and the ending at the end of return <laughs> of the king was not was much more tolerable because i hadn't been sat there for two hours go, is it finished no is it finished no it's finished are we there no. yet are
1: we there yet i <laughs> exactly. i still remember that one but, so vividly but
2: when you watched it when you can watched it for an hour of night it uh, it's makes more sense. So yeah, I will kind of concede to you Matt, that yeah, that actually is not too bad the return
4: yeah. of okay. <laughs> Do you know what, mate? Um... Although
2: I will say this, I will say this that um when Aragorn and the rest of his uh, the army of Gondor and Rohan face off against the um uh the Black Gate.
4: Yeah, yeah.
2: And like and he's Rather un- dishonorably uh, beheaded the mouth of Sauron.
4: Oh, yeah. He kind and of. Like, parlay,
2: yeah, rather really, yeah, he just kind of cut off his head. Like, yeah, yeah. that's not a very nice thing he just did. <laughs> but then he kind of. Aragorn gives this epic speech and then rides off towards the army, the orcs and the Uruk I was wondering, at no point does he say charge?
0: <laughs> yeah, we're funny. Everybody's like, "Did he give the order?" And we're yeah. meant to just do it. He, we he, meant to be... so yeah. and right. like,
2: like as before. as a sort
0: of a, 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 a disciplined it. army that he has to follow orders. You'd sort of yeah. kind of hope that they would just sort of uh, you know just go. Okay, so we've got to wait for orders, right? And he's exactly. just like running off on his own. <laughs>
3: but, but again, that same rule kind of applies to Avengers Endgame when you have Captain America goes Avengers. And he just says very quietly. Assemble. I reckon there's people in the background there. What did he say? <laughs> yeah. That's, why, that's well, why you had to like, have four and you had to have Hawkeye
2: has got healing problems. Hawkeye has like hearing
0: problems.
4: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. The... Yeah, yeah.
0: What? Yeah. what?
4: What? Hear it that way. <laughs> what? What
0: um, talking about Lord of the Rings, um, my friends have. I'm so glad now that these are sold out. But the Folio Society, the uh, Folio Society, the Folio Society um, have, have <laughs> released these really uh, expensive, limited edition Lord of the Rings signed by Al, you know Alan Lee uh, and stuff and I got bombarded by pe- my friends yeah. sending me links to these bloody books and it's like they're a thousand pounds, they're beautiful they're really beautiful but it was just like man you should you should totally have these this is such a good idea and you know Matt in 2006 we would have totally put this on his credit card and I was getting mm-hmm. so broken down to the point where I was just like right I'm gonna buy the fucking things and then they sold out I was like <laughs> thank god <laughs> thank god <laughs> they sold out and I was just like oh my god but I literally had like a group of them just sort of on me and then my friend another friend was sending me links and i think you sent me a link as well and i was just like everybody's sort of like (laughs) sending me links and i was just like I'm going to be homeless. I said to my friend, I said, tell you what, what's going to happen is, right, when I'm destitute and I've got nothing and I've just got these fancy books, I'm bringing it all to your house and I'm sleeping in. I'm not selling them. I'm just going to bring my stuff and I'm going to sleep in your couch and that's it. And this is going to be it. This is going to be it. And you're going to have to live with that because you encourage this. <laughs> it's just, they are beautiful, oh, like beautiful oh. books. But- also Climb
3: just different. on a very separate note on a very separate note, if we ever have to do like a tier rank or anything, can our top tier ranking be Folio Societo? <laughs> <I> mean,
0: <laughs> Folio Societo. I think that sounds, <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: that sounds brilliant. <laughs>
0: it's for Surli for Sadio. Right, for Sadio, oh, yeah. yeah. Society-o. For society-o, yeah. And uh, on that, we were um, we had it. We were basically having a discussion pre-podcast for everybody who's sort of listening and watching currently. There's a few of you now. Um, we're sort of debating the sort of kind of Patreon thing uh, to help sort of pay for the podcast. I uh, was we're getting a lot. We're getting a few more sort of. Um, people watching it and and um and listening to it and stuff we thought we'd sort of kind of throw in some tears and stuff so we're debating what we're gonna have obviously shout outs and extra content and maybe a sort of a discounted merch uh, merch section for the website and things um so if anybody's got any ideas what we should do with it how we how we would go about it obviously you know there's discord channels and things like that what what yous would want um. Then drop us a line. Uh, content at geek-pride.co.uk, or send yeah, us a message on tell Facebook. Us what
2: you would like us to talk about?
0: Yeah, yeah. I so mean, it, what, what would you be willing? I mean, would you be willing for Matt to strip off? Yeah, <laughs> uh, like, I can. You know, I can. Yeah, get in a, why in a was Jacuzzi I thinking and, that as well? Yeah. Well,
3: the thing is, though, we, we, were, yeah, we were thinking obviously because so we, we,
0: we get a lot of guests. We get a lot of guests. The
3: nightclub tour around the UK.
0: Yeah. So hmm. we're thinking, like, we do the. The guest one's live, and that would be like the free one, and then we would do these sort of kind of bantery ones, sort of for Patre- patrons. Or you know, if every now and again we were missed, a, we missed a week, we could put one out quite regularly and stuff. Uh, but if there's if you've got any ideas, if there's anything you think would be worth um, putting on to a Patreon, because I've got a few friends who do it, and they do quite well um shout out to um the uh, decoding the gurus um who sort of do a lot of uh quite good podcasts they've got a lot of get- guests and um very deep sort of stuff but um they did; they've got thousands of patrons and stuff and they you know you know, not that we're ever maybe going to get that, but that would be nice. Um, but, you know, give us some ideas. Let us know what you think we should do, uh, how we should break it down, how how many tiers we should have. You know, there's lots of things that could tie in with our Dungeons and Dragons streams as well. Um, you know, whatever. Let us know. Um, yeah. We are in your tell, hands. Us, tell us what you
2: would like us yeah, to do.
0: Yeah. let us Legally. Legally. So, yeah, so we've got guests, we've got normal banter stuff. Um, we've got this little sort of pop quiz type thing we're doing now, which I think is quite good. Um, you know, shout outs for people, maybe priority questions for those yeah. who, priority mm-hmm. questions for those who sort of uh, are patrons for guests and stuff. Um, yeah. Obviously, like I said, discount in, in the store and um, obviously your name and lights <laughs> and the website and stuff. Yeah. Um Yeah, so let us know. Let us know. Or
3: ask questions to the people who are at Geek Pride. Like, you know, my question would be what kind of shampoo does Pete use? Because, you know, his hair always looks really good on camera.
2: (laughs) I actually have a very rigorous hair care routine. And for the appropriate patrons, I will reveal that to you
0: Do you know what, man? I used to. I'll show you his cats. When I had my long hair and stuff, I I used to take good care of it. Did you have her long hair? Ever have long hair, Mark? By the way, no. <laughs> <laughs> no they a kidding. right. So, moving on. Uh, has everybody seen Moon Knight? Is everybody watching Moon Knight? Oh yes, I am.
2: It's a Uh-oh, bit oh, hit oh, no. and miss. I it, like it. I, 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 first, I, I'm really, I'm the first really episode it. was great. The first episode was really good.
0: Yeah. I'm, yeah, I actually I'm preferring it to a lot of the you know as much as the other ones have been really good, I I find myself a bit more engaged with it because I don't know a lot about Midnight, um and it's made me sort of kind of go out and start reading a bit more about him and stuff, and I think it's it's it's, it's I, I I'm enjoying it I think it's really good, you know and I think sort of you know there's lots of little things like that last episode there's lots of little sort of kind of uh, <laughs> Easter eggs and stuff which I picked up on none of them. The Nerdist, the nerdist did a breakdown of them all and I was just like, oh my god, that's so fucking obvious. And I didn't sort of pick it's up on any of them. I really, I-, like the first,
2: just- I really like the... Sorry? I really the first... <laughs> e- speak of you now. Sorry. <laughs> I really like the first episode <laughs> when you had um, the god commenting on... What um, Stephen was doing, like, oh no, Morris is in charge. Mark, take over. <laughs> that was really, really good, but it seems they've lost a kind of despairing mockery.
1: I, know, I think they did a good job with, with not this week's episode, but last week's episode, where they kept blinking backwards and forwards. Yeah, that was quite that worked quite well as well because that that yeah. disjointed. Ep-
2: I- I sort of liked it from when you're just watching it from Stephen's perspective. Uh, one minute he was in control, and then it jumped like you know, a few minutes in the future, and suddenly he's surrounded by bodies, or oh, he's driving backwards in their car and going, What's going on? And like, go, go, yeah. go, oh no, the boss is charge. Mark, take over. Oh. <laughs> uh,
0: really he's when he's well driving good. the truck. And he's like, ah, gone! <laughs> yeah, uh, Alistair, mm-hmm. uh, Alistair Wilson on Facebook. Mr. Wilson, welcome, sir. Uh, says, got the agree with Pete. It's not gripping me at the minute. I uh, think I'll like it when I binge watch it again. I, you know, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm I not really keen on this week by week sort of thing. Um, and I've done uh, the Halo. Because um, um, Halo, I have not watched at all yet. Because I'm going to wait till it's finished and then just binge watch it all. So I can sort of judge it. Um, but okay. yeah, I...
1: Think- no though I have the advantage, I've not played any of the games. Yeah, because obviously I was a console, I wasn't a console person.
0: Yeah, but yeah, well, I've heard yeah. it doesn't have a lot in relation to the games and stuff like that. Hence, why I'm sort of kind of waiting for it all to come out mm-hmm. and then I'll just sort of uh, do it. But yeah, at midnight, I'm I'm really enjoying it. I I think it's really good. I think you know people were sort of mocking. Um, a Mocking, oh God! What's his? What's his? What's the actor's name? Oscar uh, Isaac. Oscar Isaac's uh, English accent. I think it's pretty good. I think you know. We. I think. I we
4: think don't... it's. It grows. It grows on you
0: after a little while. Yeah, and I
3: think. It, I think it, I think it's telling.
0: It's chose. not a
2: natural accent.
4: Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's
0: like I think it's sort of. He chose an accent. Sorry. No, he's got a lot. He's sort of. He's got a lot of the sort of kind of mannerisms you would get. I think you know. Uh, it's sort of like you would get sort of the the things they would say, and I, I think you know. I I didn't kind of go. Oh, that's an American putting an English accent on because it's quite qu- colloquial. Well, that that word colloquial. Mm. Yeah, colloquial. Yeah. Um, I
1: think it's it's more that he chose an accent which a lot of people find irritating, even on this side of the pond, and so mm. people are mocking it as much because he chose that accent which fitted really well with the kind of person Stephen is. Yeah, yeah. He's not very. Whereas Mark's quite confident yeah. and, you know, assured. Stephen's a lot more, mm. a lot less confident in himself. He's a, a lot more, a Dude. lot more socially awkward in Timid. Yeah, mm. so that works. Right.
3: Uh, um, I was just going to say, everyone has watched up to episode four, haven't they? Yeah. So, um,
1: so yeah. Oh,
0: anybody, oh, by sure the way, anybody else, were... anybody who hasn't watched the recent recent Moon Knight, turn off now for now and then. Uh,
3: um, obviously, you do. Um, what you do see is at the end of episode four, all sort of goes a little bit mental, and um, Mark and Stephen are actually able to see each other face to face for the first time. And um, you may notice that Stephen was found in a sarcophagus, and um, there was another one. Why yes. is there
2: another one? Because um, that has been that third personality I know, I know has why. been alluded to throughout you the know. entire series. I mean what? like at one point there's like no there's a dead body and Ma- and Stephen turns about did you do Neither that? Them, no you don't yeah. know. No, so there is it is the third yeah. personality. Um yeah. which Jake Lockley. Thank you. Yes, Jake Lockley. And that is something sort of, that is who's rooted in the driver. Comics.
0: Oh, so that's um, the new personality again. I don't know a lot about Moon Midnight and stuff, so I'm not sort of—it's uh, all new to me and stuff. Like I had to do, I had to do a Wikipedia binge and stuff um, yeah. to sort of kind of catch up with certain things yeah. and I, I YouTube videos, you know, I, about no. Yeah, Midnight I mean, is that's a,
2: interesting. In, yeah, Moon Knight's an interesting character because he's basically the Marvel version of Batman, but with mental health problem, with significant mental health problems. But he's
0: got—he seems no. to have powers, though. He do? Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's
2: kind of, it's, so, well, it's, not deli- it's not a complete mirror. It is, yeah. but like it's the general understanding is that was inspired by and there's, but they kind of brought in all the kind of Egyptian which work really well. Yeah. And especially in the series, they kind of do handle it fairly respectfully. And yeah, Kenushu, that, that especially the... with that
1: last that last shot from the end of the most recent episode. <laughs> oh, with the uh, with the, the, the hippo. hippo.
0: Yeah. 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 Hi. You know, is that the f- fertility <laughs> yeah. god or something I can't remember what, yes. what yeah, um yeah, fertility and something else I can't remember what it was, but yeah, well, there's loads of it, like the um the what, the the copper who uh, arrested him, he arrested stephen was in, in in his dreams well it's not a dream secret I'm not yeah. sure if that's meant to be purgatory or because he gets written you know he's he's, he's he's killed and brought back to life numerous Again. times, and yeah.
4: yeah
0: yeah yeah, so there's
3: a lot of characters in that bit. From yeah. the series so far, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I
0: didn't realize. So I, I completely yeah. was just completely blind. Really? So, and I, I didn't. I don't know why. I, 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 no, you I didn't. Know, I didn't. Did I didn't you even know. recognize the bingo caller? Um, no. Oh no. yeah, the the statue, the statue guy and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and it's just sort of like I that doesn't talk at all, and then suddenly he won't shut yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, just... I, I
2: didn't get the. I didn't
1: understand the importance
2: of the um, human statue, the gold human statue, because
1: I think it's more the case that he its the only person that listens to him.
0: Right. Because he has to.
1: Because he doesn't talk, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but everybody else just kind of runs over the top of him, to some extent. Mm-hmm. People mm. happen to Stephen. And the only person that ever actually doesn't interrupt or walk away from him is the person who can't <laughs> because... Okay. And you'll find out he's the big bad at the end of episode five. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but I, one thing it. I
1: thought was interesting was... At the start of episode four, when they're putting away Khonshu's, um statue and they pull back to all of those niches with all the different statues in. I thought that was an interesting one. I'm wondering if they're going to do anything about that, because obviously we only deal really know of than deal with Amet and Khonshu to a, lot, to a greater extent in terms of the punishment side of things. But you pull back and there's what, at least another 10 statues there.
2: A question that also does bring up is, given we have this entire Egyptian pantheon of fairly powerful Mm. beings and their avatars, how does that tie into the kind of greater Marvel Cinematic Universe?
3: Now, I was thinking about this, because if you think of how they portrayed Norse mythology in particular, Mm. and in For Love and Thunder, they're actually going to introduce Zeus. So they're going to go into Greek mythology. I think it's going to be something other dimension side big. So it's going to be that originally, in their own dimension, the Egyptian gods were considered, you know, normal. But then mm-hmm. coming over to this dimension, they are given otherworldly effects and powers. And you know, we've not just seen that in, you know, just this. Um, I, I, Everyone sees Spider Man, haven't they? Yeah. yeah, Spider Man come. That's all right. Um, because they even kind of mentioned it with Jamie Foxx's um, electro. He comes to this dimension, and because it's like a different energy, it treats his body differently. So mm. he's no longer blue and um, with a like dubstep voice. He's now, you know, back to almost like his own self, but he's able to fix his hair. He's able to look more human. And now his electricity is coming out yellow instead of um, blue. Mm. So I reckon it's got to be something like that going between multiverse. Maybe that's what yeah. makes the gods as they are. That makes sense.
1: And then I saw an, another interesting Maybe. idea that someone pointed out is that, I can't remember the specifics, it was one of those things that I read a couple of days back, and they were saying that if you look at some of the other references that have been made, there is, uh, and the, the, this this idea that there are other, other gods locked away, there was one of the Egyptian mythological, mythological creatures who, um, or beings, that apparently, at one point, tried to do what, um, oh crap, uh, Thanos did, but back in prehistory. And he was, Ooh. instead of the Infinity Stones, he was trying to assemble four artifacts that were called the Four Corners of Creation. And one of those artifacts was the Dark Hold.
4: Ah,
2: which was in the um, end of One uh, Division.
1: Yes, exactly, Which is which is part of One Division. And apparently one of those items was a sword that could only be wielded by the pure of heart, which is what defeated him because he wasn't, he had because of his intentions. And so there's some thoughts that maybe having moved on from the infinity stones now, and with the God dark hold being part of the mythology through that, that they might end up trying to bring that together again with Zeus coming in with the, you know, with the the existing Norse gods and stuff like that, and also with the Eternals as well, and that side of things, mm-hmm. is that they're leaning more into with Phase 5 and Phase 6, they may lean more into the mythology and the powerful beings and stuff. And in mm-hmm. that case, with the rumours, there have been ongoing rumours they might do Captain Britain, which would, which would sink in with them having teased um, the Black Knight. And we may see the Pendragon side of things as well.
4: That'd be with interesting. Merlin I think Cup Prime
1: so would be quite good.
0: As long as he doesn't have any flying teapots and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, they've got to bring back the
1: I X-Men as well. To... So that could all tie in with Kitty Pride and so on.
3: Yeah. I think I think what they've got to do now is because now you've got this whole thing with the multiverse. You've got to have something that invests you in the universe that you've stuck with now for the last 14 years. So having yeah, so having these um other items, you know, such as the dark hole, the ebony blade, all these other things that are gonna potentially be coming up. You've now got to have something that's now gonna tie that in. And then not just for phase four for whatever we still got of that, but
4: going phase forward, you know,
3: because numbers, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure Secret Wars has still got to be the the next big one to come up, especially if you've got Kang the Conqueror, that's gotta be the way that you are gonna conclude it, you know. The be all, the end all, and then where do you go from there? But we ain't got to worry about that for about probably another ten. Um,
2: Armor
1: well. was. That's what I'm. That's what I'm waiting well, for. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one to watch because I have good memories of that side of things anyway. And they're having already done Demon in a Bottle. There are, but there's a yeah. lot of things in there to be looking forward to, and some of the rumors about um, some of the potential guest stars for Multiverse of Madness as well. Looking forward oh, to
4: seeing
3: that. Joe, uh, you know it's a, I think. I think now for how many people that they've been teasing or how many leaks mm. and rumours, I don't think anyone's going to be happy with that. They're going to go, oh, are they getting up so-and-so in it? I don't think I think about they a... probably had a hundred other characters.
1: <laughs> I think it will be interesting to see how well they handle the multiverse concept given that they have, in mm. theory, a lot of things they can nod to that have almost um... happened or have already happened that they could effectively give a nod to and a laugh. For the fanboys, while also giving some meat to people on the options they have for things like recasting, for you know, with all those big deals that have now expired out.
4: Yeah,
3: I mean, my understanding is um, from the end of Loki, you find out that He Who Remains was basically trying to stop the multiverse from becoming a thing, and now that the multiverse is out there, my feeling is that the Illuminati are sort of there to try and keep control of the multiverse. Mm -hmm because obviously we have the Watcher, we have to, but he doesn't, well, he doesn't actually interfere apart from that one time when he interfered. <laughs> um, yeah. But, you know, but, but this is it. The Illuminati are there to obviously try and, they're probably in their own mind trying to fix this problem. And where does it stem? Well, it stems from a few different things, you know. Lady Loki, you know, did it, or Wanda so- did it, or Do Doctor you- Strange did it because, you know, he tried to help, her, he tried to help Spider-Man,
1: you know. Uh, do you Everything's think
0: a all- system thing, isn't it? Um, I had her name yeah. and I, I've completely forgotten about it. Uh, Jane, uh, Foster. Jane Foster. T. M. Foster. Do you think she's a? Do you think she's a, a variant?
3: No, 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 no. I don't think so. I no. think what they're doing is that I don't think I don't think four love and is going to play into the multiverse <laughs> things. I think this is going to. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be anything like that. I think this is going to be. Still continuing what we've had from the previous four movies, but this is going to be Jane Foster that we've known from the very beginning, and um, you
4: know anyone who's
3: read anyone who's read the Mighty Four comics, um this storyline is probably probably one of the best ones that they've ever done for four.
0: And she has cancer can... or something, doesn't she? Has cancer? And it's yeah, like every oh. time she takes this, every time she takes Mjolnir, um, it sort of. Yeah. Takes out all it the ra- yeah, yeah, so she becomes more. She's gonna. The thing purges is, purges everything that's purges, her, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. The problem is, obviously, she's using the hammer that was destroyed by Hera. So it's well, just like how has she got that and stuff.
3: Well, it's just been left in
1: in Norway, hasn't it? You know, it wasn't destroyed. I think. Well, no. she shattered it, but I think it came yeah, back. It was- no, yeah. no, well, no. Thor uh, no, took
3: it, the one from the
1: past. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, but the, in Avengers uh,
2: Endgame, it still had the hammer.
0: Yeah. Oh, no. No, oh, that oh, was it, from that was Captain from the America past. Put the hammer back. Yeah, and he had to he had to bring it back. Captain
3: America took the hammer back to the past. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So but this is Kimyoni that was destroyed by Hela.
0: But then it
1: could we could find out it's been reforged or something, uh, or it could no, be because you see it's all
3: cracked you see in the trailer it's all cracked so it has been put together the original reforged yeah but um oh well actually no do you know what peter dinklage did apparently slip that he um may be in the film so you know he is known for reforged or did did jane just try and put it together herself because you know she's had five years of doing nothing and thought oh get the super glue out you know
0: (laughs) (laughs) what's that japanese Um, sort of art where they sort of kind of stick broken things together um, using, using, melting, using, the gold. using gold. We're using gold and stuff. Like yeah. I, did, oh, okay. I did
3: just have one other thought, though. Obviously, with Mjolnir, um, when Myonia is obviously one whole piece, only they who is worthy can lift Mjolnir. So does that mean that with all the fragments on the ground, no one can pick up the fragments? I have no
0: idea. I don't know. Yeah.
3: Kintsugi. Kintsugi. I'd like to see that. Kintsugi, I'd like yeah. to see like, someone's trying to pick it up, and they're like, oh,
1: it's not moving. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's you know, there's also the thing that the funny thing about Mjolnir is that we've seen that Mjolnir, in theory, does this whole thing about if you're not worthy, you'll build the powers of Thor, but also that Thor's powers are intrinsic to him, yeah, which is an interesting balance out that the um, which he the is gonna have to try and deal with. <laughs> mm.
0: So, is he he just wing it. Is he met them so he, he's, he's with the Guardians of the Galaxy yep. at this moment in time. Yep. Um, is he going to because they've got a new film coming out as well, don't they?
1: Yep, yeah,
3: yeah. I
0: think the final film I, as well.
3: I think the original yep. plan was if Guardians of the Galaxy was made before for Love and Thunder, I think it was going to be the first part of Guardians 3 was going to have four and then he would have gone on off onto his own mission. But where obviously they changed the um the scheduling it's then decided that yet yeah, four will be with them at first. And then he then goes on to his adventure. And that is because four finds out about gore, the God butcher knowing that, you know, this guy is going to go on a rampage. So he returns to rally the, the revengers, you know, he's, um, his team. He has to bring them back for, for this big fight. And then right. that's when he finds out that Jane has also got the powers of four.
0: Yeah. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> Going yeah, to be interesting. Always. Yeah, um, I
3: don't want to get bored.
0: Which that was quite nice seeing that trailer on Monday. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sort of—I mm. haven't seen it yet, by the way. Because um, we no. we're obviously talking about heavily Marvel, uh, Marvel-oriented. But has anybody seen the new Batman? Yes. Is it? Oh yeah. yeah. It. How, how, like, I don't, obviously, no spoiler. I've not seen it. I've got it sort of like to watch and stuff. Um, is it? Is it sort of? Is it worth it?
1: I think so. Um,
3: I, would, I would say it's probably, I, I can't compare it to The Dark Knight and say that it's better than that. But I would say personally, I enjoyed this Batman film more than I think I've enjoyed any other Batman movie just because this reminds me of the books that I would have read. Uh, you know, you've got this noir style. It's very dark. It's very, you know, it's very, like, people say it's dragged out. But I think it's just, this is the pacing for a Batman yeah. film. This is how you tell the tale of a guy who, you know, he he's doing things his own way. He's putting th- yeah. things together in his own way. You see it in the suit as well. The suit is literally patched together with all different bits and pieces. His car, the bat, um, the back, Batcave, just everything he has is not, is very imperfect. it's very imperfect. It's very dirty and it's very like, you know, just held together by god knows what because he's doing things his own
0: way and i like it yes that's where dc i think went wrong they they tried to copy marvel when they saw their success and went a bit too comic whereas they've always been good at that sort of kind of gritty dark sort of thing and you know you saw that with joker you saw that with joker
2: shazam that is a really good dc film
3: on well, the Suicide
1: Squad, not not twenty sixteen Suicide Squad, yeah. the latest Suicide Squad. Yeah. still
2: not say the new one to
0: be to be fair. New no one is, is. I, I, do honest, yeah, I like the brilliant. original. I, I didn't think. I, I think got I got too much heat for it. it. I, thought, I enjoyed it. I didn't. I didn't hate it. Uh, the new one is really good. Um, and I haven't seen uh, Peacemaker yet. Um, again, it's quite so good. It's um, it quite
1: good. What I've seen of it. But,
0: but yeah, I think, Sorry. Yeah, it's. I think that the advantage
1: with the Batman is that they they haven't tried to make it part of something bigger um which is what which is the problem they had with the justice league films for example was that there was the ones that were based around that were always building towards big films and they didn't balance out as well as maybe the original ones the original mcu ones did but also the advantage Mm. as you said i mean i went and watched it with sarah who's totally not a comics fan or anything like that (laughs) and she was like that could have been done in like two hours i said well not really because if you've done it in two hours there's an awful lot of details that would have had to either be pulled out which would have made it less satisfying but also there are places where it benefited from it dragging a little bit because the dragging Mm -hmm. parts are kind of showing the same frustration he has that he wants you know he's still quite young but and impulsive in some ways and he wants to get yeah. somewhere that he can't but, because everything else is around you know,
3: him not yeah not obviously revealing any spoilers or anything and mark obviously as you've seen it that first five minutes of the film Joe. You know what i don't think there's ever been a truer opening to a batman movie than that just just yeah. the fear element in particular as well yeah it's just so well played in them few minutes and so just when you finally have batman on screen you know, it's not overly flashy, it's not like, you know, tons of CGI thrown in. It's something yeah. so simple, so easy, but it's so effective. And when you see that on the screen, just it's just
1: brilliant. The thing is that we we got we've got used to very well executed, very shiny, slick fight scenes. And obviously the, the mm. obvious expert, you know, in the Batman context is the Christian Bale films, where it's very kinetic, very high friend high energy frenetic. The one in this, though, because you have this whole idea of his, his stuff is still still in progress. The fight scenes are very well done. They're very well textured, and you can feel them. But also, he doesn't just walk away from fights. He staggers. He hurts. There's several. You know. There's the there's a, there's a, there's there's several different scales. that illustrate that very well. That.
4: are consequences
0: You just feel like he's human. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the
1: thing that so many times people have missed is that because so much of DC has been to try to put him on this pedestal along with Superman and so on and so on, they've lost track of him being a person and he's become a, a rich guy with lots of gadgets that shields him from it. And you don't get that same impact in Sympathy there that you do in this one because it reminds,
2: it reminds me of John Wick in that regard. Because where yeah. he, he becomes progressed, so so yes,
4: yeah, so good.
1: that, yeah. but that's the thing is that part of what makes a character like Wick or the, the bat or Patterson's Batman work is it's about will as much as anything else, they don't give up, and it's that. As a human, you know, as a human, the reason that feels so good is that humans are pursuit hunters, aren't they? They're patients about it. The whole idea is that we, you know, we got to where we are because we figured out that if you scare the crap out of something that's bigger than you and you can't hurt, and you just hurt it enough to keep running, sooner or later that will drop, and then you've got free reign. And yeah. with, you know, with, you know, with those, you know, with these guys, yes, they're very well trained. Yes, they have, in the case of Batman, more as much as John Wick, they have access to all these really cool tools. But the main thing that makes them so scary is the fact that you know full well that all you have to do is slip once. And even if they've slipped five times, they're going to keep coming. If they're dragging yeah. a broken ankle, if, if you've hit them with a, with a solid shotgun at like three foot and they've got a chest plate that's just turned their, turned their entire chest cavity blue and purple, they're still going to turn mm. up and smack you until you lay on the ground and kick you a few more times to make the point.
4: Uh,
3: but it's Joe, it's, it's still from that first trailer when you see, like you know, when they have the fight at the train station, then he literally just grabs the guy and he punches him, but then he just keeps punching over and over and over. Yeah. And it's like when you're in the cinema and you're hearing them punches reverberate around you, just like holy shit, you know, that is that is powerful, you know and even though we've seen Batman that's a Batman that's been you know a bit gritty like that someone that's been you know not afraid to show a raw strength this is a Batman that just goes look if I don't do this I'm going to probably die basically you know and that, it's like he has to use his fear he has yeah. to use this idea of because the whole like, point of that know, was to make people
1: scared yeah. yeah you have to make yeah. that for it's the shock and all thing isn't it with the kid the and yeah and it doesn't in some way yeah.
3: And it kind of made me laugh as well. That the guy he does punch the face in looks so much like Nostalgia Critic as well. And he's just literally pounding him over and over.
0: It's like, yeah, cool. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I've I've just had that time, so I'm I'm looking forward yeah. to that and stuff. So uh yeah, but um,
3: it's a three-hour film as well, so you've got yeah. to be comfortable to sit through that movie. Yeah.
0: I didn't realise it was that long. Okay, right. Do yeah. you know what? Yeah. One thing I only found out recently, which was really strange, but I didn't realise that Patterson was English. I always thought he was American <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. It's uh, just like, yeah. And then he, oh, my God. Yeah, I do not know. I You're was just like, yeah. I always When I watch like Tenant, I think, oh, he's got a good English accent. <laughs> I thought he was better than that. You're on. as bad as those <laughs> Americans that think that that what... you know, Hugh can't possibly be British. Yeah. <laughs> Here's and another thing. People think I didn't
3: about really... um, Christian Bale as well.
0: Yeah, I did not. Here's another thing that I only I only sort of kind of realized is that House is 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 Sherlock Holmes is Holmes. Yeah, Yeah. It's House Holmes. The the whole the whole thing. He's basically Mm -hmm. a Doctor Sherlock Holmes. And when somebody sort of explained that to me, I was like, my mind's fucking blown now. it's just like boom. It's like it all ties in really well and stuff. And it's just like wow. Yeah, it is. There you go. Okay, um, it's been going on, well, could go on for ages, but I've got some stuff to do, so I need to go, but, um, it's been a good, it's been a good evening, uh, we've had a fair few people watching, which is good, cheers for the comments, Mr. Wilson, much appreciated, again, everybody who's watching at the minute, and if you're listening to this later on, let us know what we can do uh patreon wise and stuff if uh if you if you actually subscribe to any patreons yourself and stuff what what are you looking for what do you need uh what what can we do uh what can of, we give
2: you yeah. what will you pay us for yeah what you
0: do you know? reason. and it's not going to be it'll be like a, a quid every month or a couple of quid and stuff like that it's mm-hmm. not going to be anything it's just sort of like but you know helps with the costs of keeping the podcast going and stuff which is yeah. which would be nice
1: is this is this stuff we have done in
0: passing that you'd like to see more of yeah. well see the thing is like so this is my thought so when we've we've been um talking away here and there's been a fair few people watching and stuff which is good uh and it's just like but we were thinking well we'll have these nattering ones as a uh, as a patreon one only but then obviously it, obviously i think people like watching and then chipping in now and again with their opinions and stuff so if we do that are we taking that away from them are we only going to yeah. put the um the the get the, guest ones, the thing about the guests one is, as much as they're very interesting, it's very niche to that sort of thing. So that, whereas when we're talking here, we talk about everything. A we, lot more we, broad, we, isn't it? Yeah, me? we're very broad. Whereas, you know, when we've got somebody in talking about an RPG or a specific book or something like that, it's very specific to those people and stuff. So it's like we need to sort of we think prepared, about though. We do usually drag them out into General Geekery somewhere on the map. Yeah, of course we do. <laughs> um, all
2: that so... time, we learned, all we just talked about was wrestling yeah yeah that's true so we are quite diverse in our subject.
0: yeah so i think it's something to think about and stuff because i wouldn't want to take people because i do you know i know i know a few people uh have said to me and stuff they like just sort of listening when they're doing things in the background and stuff, and then, um, you know, ch- chipping in with the thing. Um, also, we're debating sort of moving this to, like, a Monday night instead of a uh, a Sunday night. We're not sure um, if that's better, because on Sunday nights it's a Sunday night, and people Ooh. are, doing, we don't know. Working progress, right? We're thinking about it, so we're not sure. Uh, it's, we've always done it on Sunday, but it's just like, you know, do we move it to a Monday? Are we going to get more people listening on a Monday? Or, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know.
3: I always found that, I think after, you know, depending on your working week, I always found that after a Monday, like after that first day, you just think, right, you know, I know the rest of the week is coming up, but I just need something to help me chill out, something to take my mind off everything. You know, a good entertaining podcast, I'm sure, would be the uh,
0: way. Yeah. and I think it's more also, to, you know, just mm. to make sure we get more more bodies on, because, you know, it's it's generally me and Pete and stuff, and other people are doing all this, so it would be good to have you Back on more often and stuff. Uh, if it's so, I think we need to sort of kind of re- rework how we can get sort of more people on. Because I think you get a lot more interesting. I'd like to get Mike back on now and again. Do you know, I, I want to get I want to get Gearsden back on at one point in time as sort of you know just. Um, you
1: want my You're missing I, that quality
0: abuse, are you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I want to have a really. I want have an old school one. I want to have an old school one, right? Where there was you know, back in the day when we first started the podcast, like Geek Pride was young, and uh, we used to have like ten of us. There was like ten or fifteen of us, just sort of all on there. You know, and we had sections and stuff like that. I want to see how many people we can get onto a podcast, just sort of just hammer it and see what chaos ensues. But um, yeah.
1: Well if oh. all this was involved, probably lots of it. Yes,
0: yes. <laughs> Get one of his jingles back on again. Um okay, cool. Um that's been very enjoyable. I've enjoyed that. That's been very good. Uh, a good spectrum of nerdery there. Um so uh thanks very much everybody for for watching again. Thanks, Mr. Wilson, for uh, the comments. Much appreciated, man. As always. Um again, we'll we'll let you know if again content uh, content at geek-pride.co.uk if you've got anything you want to email us and tell you know advice or things that you want what we need uh if there's guests you'd like to see or anything like that anything you, you think we should talk about um anything we can do for the patreon uh let us know or hit us up on facebook uh messenger and stuff uh we, we'll get back to you um other than that, um, we do have uh, an early D and D game tomorrow. Uh, it is carrying on from Thursday's because it's a bit of a side quest, and uh, I've got two of the uh, two of the uh, my unsuspecting two of my unsuspecting um, victims, victims. Uh, victims. Um, <laughs> now, technically, your your character's with them, but I'm not sure if I want you to yeah, be there because I don't want you kind of going. <laughs> And sort of kind of, you know, letting anything... I I want them to... I have
1: been warned, no spoilers. Yeah, I want
0: them to know. Basically, because they haven't got a clue, and it's great. And I I just think it's a very good sort of storyline and I think, you know, I think Wes was really getting into it, uh, and he you it's
1: been good, he told me you said no spoilers, yeah. and he hasn't tried to wheedle anything either, yeah, well that's
0: it I Don't think, worry. you know, it's a good, I think that's a, it's a really good sort of kind of investigation type thing, so I thought it was a good idea because it was only them and my brother and stuff so my brother was very good, he just sort of sat there and sort of kind of smiled Our and thing. giggled, giggled, <laughs> now and again when things happened, and they were like oh, it must be this, and he's like mm. <laughs> "So." He Yes, we're having that. That's gonna to be tomorrow night, <laughs> Monday. We may even have one, uh, depending on how far they get and they don't get themselves killed. Um, then uh we'll have another one maybe on the Wednesday, and then it'll be back to normal for our D sort of sessions on the uh, on Thursday. Um but yes, uh thanks very much everybody. Uh for tonight. I've been Matt Geary. My co-hosts tonight have been Peter Allison. Good night, everyone. John Joe Cosgrove. Take care, people. I'm Mark